Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Tonight, former President Donald Trump arrested, pleading not guilty to 34 felony counts of falsifying business records. Prosecutors alleging he repeatedly hid damaging information about sexual misconduct. Here are tonight's headlines. Obviously, it is unprecedented. A stone-faced Donald Trump in court. What it was like in the courthouse and what the indictment says about payments to a porn star, a Playboy model, and a doorman. Our expert panel breaks it down. Everyone stands equal before the law. No amount of money and no amount of power changes that. If this man's name was not Donald J. Trump, there is no scenario we'd all be here today. New details in the Covenant School Massacre investigation. What police found while searching the home of the shooter as we hear from the hero officers for the first time. Once we started hearing the first shots, that's when everything kind of kicked into overdrive. Millions of Americans facing severe weather, including more violent tornadoes. Stretching from parts of the Great Lakes all the way down into eastern Texas. The FBI search for a fugitive, a former top aide to Maryland's ex-governor, has come to a sudden and shocking end. Uh, We can now declare that Finland is the 31st member of the North Atlantic Treaty. President Putin wanted to slam NATO's door shut. Today, we show the world that he failed. And every dog has his day, and this day belongs to the Huskies. Your mom and dad are watching right now. You want to pass along a message? I just want to say, like, anything is possible. Good evening and thank you for joining us for a special edition of the CBS Evening News. Tonight we're here in New York where we saw an extraordinary day unfold. Former President Donald J. Trump was arrested, booked, read his rights, and the indictment against him unsealed. He's charged with 34 felony counts of falsifying business records in the first degree. 
The 45th president of the United States pleaded not guilty during today's historic arraignment inside a Manhattan courtroom. And according to the indictment, the 34 counts were part of an elaborate scheme to conceal crimes that hid damaging information from the voting public during the 2016 presidential election. They include claims by a doorman that Trump fathered a child out of wedlock, now known not to be true, as well as hush money payments to hide sexual relationships with two different women, including former porn star Stormy Daniels. While Trump denies the allegations and calls the investigation a witch hunt, the former president left the courthouse heading straight to the airport and home to Florida, where he'll address supporters. We have team coverage. CBS's Scott McFarlane was in the courthouse today, and he's going to start us off tonight. Good evening, Scott. Good evening, Nora. A scene unlike any other in American history. A former president brought here to Manhattan to be criminally indicted. The prosecutor here says hush money payments from Donald Trump were part of a scheme to undermine the 2016 presidential election. A defiant stance from former President Trump as he left Trump Tower this morning, but after waving to supporters as he entered Manhattan criminal court, surrendered to authorities, and briefly appeared before cameras, Trump looked noticeably somber. He had been arrested, the first formal criminal charges for any former president. There was no mugshot taken, but he was fingerprinted and given a case number, like any other defendant. Flanked by his lawyers inside the courtroom, Trump listened as the judge's clerk read off the charges against him. Asked for a plea, the former president remained seated and said not guilty. He said nothing as he left the courtroom. Trump is charged with 34 felony counts of falsifying business records to conceal hush money payments to three individuals who were threatening to reveal negative information about him during the 2016 election. One involved former adult film star Stormy Daniels and $130,000 in payments to her, orchestrated by former Trump fixer Michael Cohen. Another payment, $150,000, to former Playboy playmate Karen McDougal, who alleged she had a sexual relationship with Trump while he was married and was prepared to make the story public. An allegation Trump denies. And another payment, $30,000, to a Trump Tower doorman who was trying to sell information about a child he claimed Trump had fathered out of wedlock. Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg spoke after the arraignment. Under New York state law, it is a felony to falsify business records with intent to defraud and an intent to conceal another crime. That is exactly what this case is about. 34 false statements made to cover up other crimes. These are felony crimes in New York state, no matter who you are. We cannot and will not normalize serious criminal conduct. Trump's lawyer said they plan to file a motion to dismiss this case within the next several months. Today's unsealing of this indictment shows that the rule of law died in this country. Because while everyone is not above the law, no one's below it either. And if this man's name was not Donald J. Trump, there is no scenario we'd all be here today. Sources close to the former president tell CBS he is gaming at how the arrest can help him politically. Today, sending out this fundraising email, selling a T-shirt with a fake mugshot on it. On sale for $47. He's running to be the 47th president. Trump also continued to attack Bragg and the judge in the case, Juan Mershon, who oversaw a previous trial where Trump's real estate company was convicted of tax fraud. Only a few Republicans were in New York to support the former president, including Georgia Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene and New York's George Santos. But several top members of the GOP called the arrest shameful and a travesty. 
The next court hearing in this case isn't scheduled till December, with trial tentatively scheduled for January. And Nora, the former president, expected to address his arrest today in remarks tonight from his family resort in Florida. You know, Scott, I know you were in the courthouse and the first to report what was happening inside the courtroom. How was Trump's demeanor? understated, which is not a word we often associate with the former president. He spoke only when spoken to, only answered questions from the judge, but did say forcefully, not guilty when asked for his plea. Scott McFarland, thank you. For more on the legal and political implications of today's charges, let's bring in chief political analyst John Dickerson, chief election and campaign correspondent Robert Costa, and CBS News legal analyst Ricky Kleeman. Ricky, you've read through the indictment. What stood out to you? I think what stands out to me is I wanted to know what the nexus was. What's the connection between falsifying business records and what law was concealed? And what we've learned is that the government says that this was a conspiracy, in essence, an agreement of more than two people to keep information away from the voting public in 2016. So it's a federal election violation, a state election violation, as well as a mischaracterization for tax purposes. And there might be new witnesses, right? I think the new witnesses are the things that intrigue me most, because what we have here in order to prove this agreement or scheme is they talked about the CFO, that's Alan Weisselberg, they talked about the comptroller, they talk about the accounts payable supervisor. So these witnesses may have already testified or given information to the district attorney's office. And when you look at the allegations concerning Weisselberg, he's either a target or a witness. Really interesting, Robert Costa. Along with this indictment, there was a 13-page statement of fact filled with some really interesting details, and the timeline is important. Nora, when you read this statement of fact, there's another piece of history right here that in 2017, Trump's first year in the presidency, he was cutting checks to Michael Cohen in the Oval Office. So during his first year in office, while he's dealing with immense national security challenges and all of these other major issues, he's also, this statement of fact says, and this indictment says, at the center of a criminal scheme to pressure Michael Cohen to make these payments, to stay quiet. It is perhaps the closest criminality has come to this U.S. presidency since Richard Nixon. And John Dickerson, what does this mean for Donald Trump legally, politically, in the future? Well, politically, it's been sorted the way things always are with Donald Trump. His supporters rush to his aid, say he's the victim of a prosecutor. Those who are his detractors say no one is above the law. What was tantalizing about all these facts is we thought this would move into the legal realm where reason, fact, argument can win the day. But that's going to take a very long time to work out. It may take a year or more. And that means this legal case raises the stakes, gets everybody talking in apocalyptic terms, but the political process is ongoing. The legal process is very slow. So the stakes are high, but nothing's going to happen legally to actually resolve those stakes. It's going to be an interesting couple of years. John Dickerson, Ricky Kleeman, Robert Costa, thank you. In the day's other big story, more than 44 million people from Texas to Wisconsin are under a severe weather warning, including possible thunderstorms and violent tornadoes. 
This afternoon, an EF2 tornado caused significant damage to homes and businesses in the town of Kelowna, Illinois. That's about 160 miles west of Chicago. Fortunately, no serious injuries were reported. Meteorologist Chris Warren from our partners at the Weather Channel is in Little Rock, Arkansas, where some big storms are expected tonight. Good evening, Chris. Good evening to you, Nora. Once again, it is another dangerous night. People need to be on alert. What's remarkable about this again is the extent of the storms. Already severe thunderstorm watches. Conditions are favorable across parts of the Midwest, favorable for the development of more strong storms. But several states, again, could see some strong, long-lived, long-track tornadoes. This threat continues into the day tomorrow, really not letting up much at all with the possibility for some strong storms, again, including tornadoes. The timing for this is extremely important as we watch these storms throughout the day tomorrow. But once again, Nora, one of the big challenges, one of the big dangers is that some of the strongest storms, including tornadoes, are going to be happening at night while people may be sleeping. Really scary. Chris Warren, thank you. Investigators in Nashville today revealed that they found a suicide note when they searched the home of the shooter who killed three students and three staffers at the Covenant School last week. Now, some of the officers who responded to the scene of the shooting are speaking out. We should warn you that some of the video is disturbing. CBS's Janet Shamlian has the eyewitness accounts. We're hearing for the first time from police officers describing the harrowing moments inside that Nashville school. It was readily apparent I was going to be the one to make entry. Officer Rex Engelbert was joined inside the school by several others, including Detective Mike Colazzo. Once we started hearing the first shots, that's when everything kind of kicked into overdrive for us. We continue to hear more shots being fired. The police chief says some of the officers had never met, but instantly worked as a team with little regard for their safety. They formed together. They got prepared and went right in. And today, police released a search warrant revealing what was seized from the shooter's home. More than 47 items, including a suicide note, several Covenant school yearbooks, a school photo, as well as folders and journals with notes on firearms courses and school shootings. Investigators say 28-year-old Audrey Hale acted alone and fired 152 rounds in the attack, which the journals indicate was planned over a period of months. The Covenant School community has now laid five of the victims to rest. The funeral for the head of the school, Catherine Kuntz, will be held tomorrow. Today, the police chief credited everyone from emergency dispatchers to the Covenant staffers who had school keys at the ready. But for those who ran toward the gunfight, the work comes with a personal price. My family sometimes comes second. It has to. I'm here to make sure everybody else goes home as much as, or as many can and stabilize the community as best possible. Selfless actions. Tonight, authorities say they are still searching for a motive. Items seized from the home are being examined by both the Nashville police and the FBI. Nora? Janet Shamley, and thank you so much. Tonight, the FBI is investigating the shooting death of the one-time chief of staff to former Maryland Governor Larry Hogan. Roy McGrath died during a confrontation with FBI agents in Knoxville, Tennessee on Monday night. It's not clear if his death was the result of a self-inflicted gunshot or came during the clash. McGrath was on the run for three weeks after failing to appear in court on charges that he stole more than $200,000 from the state of Maryland. 
An important update from Russia. The Wall Street Journal reporter under arrest on charges of espionage was able to meet with his lawyers in prison today. They report, report that Evan Gershkovich's health is good. And he is said to be grateful for the outpouring of support. The White House called the spy charge ridiculous and said Gershkovich's release is a priority for President Biden. The Pentagon announcing today another $2.6 billion in aid to Ukraine. Today, it included much-needed ammunition for rocket launchers and automatic weapons. It comes as the West adds another nation to NATO's ranks. Today, Finland became the 31st member of the Security Alliance. CBS's Holly Williams examines the gains for NATO and the Russian response. NATO's a defensive alliance that protects the US, Canada and most of Europe. An attack on one country is considered an attack on all. Today, its newest member is Finland. This is maybe the one thing uh, we can thank Mr. Putin for, uh, because he uh, once again here has precipitated something he claims to want to uh, prevent by Russia's aggression. In the lead up to Vladimir Putin's invasion of Ukraine, he complained about NATO's expansion in Europe. But ironically, Putin's achieved the exact opposite of what he wanted. Before Russia's invasion, about a quarter of Finns supported joining NATO. After Moscow attacked its neighbour, that surged to around 80%. Since Finland's frontier with Russia is over 800 miles long, its membership has more than doubled Russia's border with NATO states. And right next door, Sweden's also seeking to join the alliance. Finland's military is considered one of the most capable and modern in Europe. Moscow says that if forces from other NATO countries are now deployed to Finland, it'll respond by bolstering its own military in that region. Nora. Holly Williams, thank you. Tragedy on the high seas after a passenger falls to her death from an upper deck of a cruise ship. We've got the details next. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes, but let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Looking to instantly upgrade your Mother's Day gift from typical to meaningful? Shop Etsy. Get up to 30% off well-crafted and personalized gifts from participating shops until May 12th. This year, embrace your creative side. You know, the side your mom gave you? And shop Etsy for custom jewelry, style pieces, home decor, and extra special items she'll adore. Need something original and affordable for Mother's Day? Etsy has it. Shop until May 12th for up to 30% off gifts for mom. Terms apply. 
A cruise passenger fell to her death shortly after a Virgin Voyages ship left port from Miami. The ship with a total of 17 decks set sail Sunday night, and a short time later, an unidentified woman fell from her balcony to a lower deck and onto another passenger. Despite immediate medical attention, she died of her injuries. The second person wasn't seriously injured. A man with a history of running from police is in custody tonight after leading Houston police on a wild chase Monday night. Police say 35-year-old Carl Hollis took off when officers tried to pull him over in a stolen truck. The chase led to George Bush entering a continental, intercontinental airport where the truck crashed through a gate crossing over taxiways. Hollis was later arrested after trying to escape on foot. A massive fine for the wildly popular social media app TikTok. The details next. Britain's privacy watchdog fined the popular social media app TikTok nearly $16 million today. The reason, multiple breaches of their data protection laws, including using the personal information of minors without parental consent. It comes as pressure mounts in Congress for a complete ban of TikTok right here in the U.S. The college basketball season comes to an end, but not before crowning a new champion. We've got the highlights of the big dance next This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. The NCAA men's basketball tournament is in the history books, and so is the University of Connecticut after the Huskies won their fifth national title. CBS's Jan Crawford takes a look at the sport's latest dynasty. Late today... A hero's welcome on the Yukon campus, soaking in the celebration of a memorable night. Early and the Huskies have their dreams come true. Yukon's dream came with total dominance. Double-digit wins in every game of the NCAA tournament. In the end, it may have seemed like a coronation, especially for coach Dan Hurley, whose family is basketball royalty. But three decades ago, as a player, Hurley left the game because of mental health struggles. He became a coach and now is a champion. 
means everything, but I'm probably also not here if I didn't have to deal with that adversity. Adonis Sinogo was the tournament's most outstanding player. His family watched from his native Mali. I just want to say, like, anything is possible. March madness may be over, but April is for celebrations. LSU threw a giant party honoring the champions of the riveting women's tournament. Just like for UConn, where the cheering has only just begun. But there was one ending, a poignant one. The final, final four for broadcaster Jim Nance. But to you, all the viewers, thank you for being my friend. Jan Crawford, CBS News. It was a great March Madness. And now the Masters with Jim Nance. That's tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell. Good night. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.